Chapter 18 of the Ladies' Book of Etiquette and Manual of Politeness by Florence Hartley. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Christine Lamberton. Chapter 18 Ballroom Etiquette for the Hostess. When you have decided upon what evening you will give your ball, send out your invitations a fortnight before the evening appointed to ladies word them mrs l requests the pleasure of miss g's company on wednesday evening january seventeenth at nine o'clock dancing the favour of an early answer is requested to gentlemen mrs l's compliments to mr r for wednesday evening january seventeenth at nine o'clock dancing the favour of an early answer is requested if you are unmarried put your mother's name with your own upon the cards if you have a father or grown-up brother let the invitations to the gentleman go in his name in making your list for a ball do not set down all of your dear five hundred friends the middle-aged unless they come as chaperones the serious and the sober-minded will not accept your invitation and the two last named may consider it insulting to be invited to so frivolous an amusement by the way i do not agree with the straight-laced people who condemn all such amusements i agree with madame pilau when the cure of her parish told her he was writing a series of sermons against dancing she said to him you are talking of what you do not understand you have never been to a ball i have and i assure you there is no sin in the matter worthy of mention or notice if you really wish for dancing you will accommodate your guests to your rooms inviting one-third more than they will hold as about that number generally disappoint a ball-giver if you wish to have a rush of people and do not mind heat crowding and discomfort to ensure an immense assembly a ball to be talked about for its size only then you may invite everybody who figures upon your visiting list over one hundred is a large ball under that a ball unless there are less than fifty guests when it is merely a dance the directions given in chapter five for the arrangement of the dressing rooms will apply here but your parlor or ballroom requires some attention have the carpets taken up two days before the evening of the ball and the floor waxed a smooth polished floor is an absolute necessity for pleasant dancing at one end of your ballroom have a space partitioned off for the musicians leave for their use plenty of room as silence or discord will come from a crowded orchestra if your house is double and you use the rooms on each side place the musicians in the hall four pieces of music is enough for a private ball unless your rooms are very large for one room a piano 
violin and violoncello make a good band you must have your rooms well ventilated if you wish to avoid fainting and discomfort to secure a really brilliant ball pay considerable attention to the arrangement of your ballroom in paris this arrangement consists in turning the room for the evening into a perfect garden every corner is filled with flowers wreaths bouquets baskets and flowering plants in moss-covered pots with brilliant light and taste in the details of arranging them this profusion of flowers produces an exquisitely beautiful effect and harmonizes perfectly with the light dresses cheerful faces and gay music the pleasure of your guests as well as the beauty of the rooms will be increased by the elegance of your arrangements their beauty will be heightened by brilliant light and by judicious management a scene of fairy-like illusion may be produced not only in the ballroom itself but in the hall supper-room and dressing-rooms place flowers a fine effect is produced by placing a screen covered with green and flowers before the space set apart for the musicians to hear the music proceeding from behind this floral embankment and yet have the scraping and puffing men invisible adds very much to the illusion of the scene in the dressing-rooms have at least two servants for each let them take the cloaks and hoods and put a numbered ticket upon each bundle handing the duplicate number to the lady or gentleman owning it it is best to have the supper-room upon the same floor as the ball-room the light dresses worn upon such occasions suffer severely in passing up and down a crowded staircase have a number of double cards written or printed with a list of the dances arranged in order upon one side and a space for engagements upon the other attach a small pencil to each let a waiter stand at the entrance to the ballroom and hand a card to each guest as they pass in the first strain of music must be a march then follows a quadrille then a waltz other dances follow in any order you prefer until the fourteenth which should be the march which announces supper if you throw open the supper room early and the guests go out when they wish the march may be omitted twenty one to twenty four dances are sufficient have an interval of ten minutes after each one the supper room should be thrown open at midnight and remain open until your last guest has departed let it be brilliantly lighted and have plenty of waiters in attendance there can be no rule laid down for the supper it may be hot or heavily iced it may consist entirely of confectionery or it may include the bill of fare for a hotel table one rule you must observe have abundance of everything 
other entertainments may be given upon economical principles but a ball cannot light attendance supper every detail must be carefully attended to and a ball must be an expensive luxury at a ball supper every one stands up the waiters will hand refreshments from the tables to the gentlemen who in turn wait upon the ladies you must bring forth your whole array of smiles when you perform the part of hostess in a ballroom as your guests will come dropping in at all hours you must hover near the door to greet each one entering there will be many strangers amongst the gentlemen miss g will bring her fiance miss l her brother just returned after ten years absence from india miss r introduces her cousin in the city for a week miss m as a belle will perhaps take the liberty of telling some ten or twelve of her most devoted admirers where she may be seen on the evening of your ball and though strangers they will one after another bow over your hand to each and every one you must extend the amiable greeting due to an invited guest if you are the only lady of the house your duties will indeed be laborious you must be everywhere at the same moment not a guest must pass unwelcomed you must introduce partners to all the wallflowers you must see that every set is made up before the music commences each guest must be introduced to a proper partner for every dance and not one frown one pettish word one look of fatigue one sigh of utter weariness must disturb your smiling serenity you must be ready to chat cheerfully with every bore who detains you when crossing the room to make up a set of quadrilles in a minute's time listen patiently to the sighing lover whose fair one is engaged fifty times during twenty dances secure a good dancer for each longing bell do the same for the bow yet you must never be hurried worried or fatigued if there are several ladies a mother and two or three daughters for instance divide the duties let one receive the guests another arrange the sets a third introduce couples and a fourth pair off the talkers a brother or father will be a treasure in a ballroom as the standing of sets can be better managed by a gentleman than a lady none of the ladies who give the ball should dance until every fair guest has a partner one of your duties will be to see that no young ladies lose their supper for want of an escort to ask them to go out you may give the hint to an intimate gentleman friend if there is no brother or father to take the duty introduce him to the disconsolate damsel and send her off happy 
if all the guests go to the supper-room when it is first thrown open you must be the last to leave the ballroom for the hostess to take the lead to the supper-room leaving her guests to pair off and follow as they please is in very bad taste if you announce supper by a march many of your guests will remain in the ballroom to promenade avoid the crowd at the first table and indulge in a tete-a-tete conversation these will afterwards go out in pairs when the first crush in the refreshment room is over if by accident or negligence you miss an introduction to any of your gentlemen guests you may still speak to them if you wish it is your privilege as hostess to introduce yourself and invite any gentleman to dance with you or offer to introduce him to a partner in the latter case he ought to mention his name but if he omits to do so you may ask it there has been a custom introduced in some of our large cities lately which is an admirable one for a private ball it is to hire for the evening a public hall this includes the dressing-room supper-room every comfort and saves you from the thousand annoyances which are certain to follow a ball in a private house you hire the hall and other rooms the price including light hire a band of music and order a supper at a confectioner's hiring from his establishment all the china glass and silver you will want in this case you must enclose in every invitation a ticket to admit your friend's party to prevent loungers from the street coming in uninvited you will perhaps find the actual outlay of money greater when you thus hire your ballroom but you will save more than the difference in labor annoyance and the injury to your house you secure a better room than any parlor you have the floor waxed and polished without the trouble of taking up your carpets you save all the dreadful labor of cleaning up the house the next day as well as that of preparation you can if you wish invite a few friends to a late dinner with you and all proceed to the ballroom together you must be the first to enter the room the last to leave it and every duty is the same as if you were at home the ballroom is in fact your own house for the evening if you wish your guests to come in costume for a fancy ball name the character of the entertainment in your invitation end of chapter eighteen